Hi, I'm Azilia. And I'm Iqbal. And this is the He Says, She Says, They Say Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that was Hi, listeners. Welcome to this week's He Says, She Says, They Say Podcast. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Muzaki Zainal, a stand-up comedian who regularly works with the likes of Harith Iskander, Dr. Jason Leong, and Faka Faz on their material. I met Muzakir at an open mic night show here in KL. He also does a lot of improv comedy and happens to be one of KL's most talented comedy writer. Welcome to the show, Muz. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I am one of, I am everything uh, Azilia just yeah. told you <laughs> And, you know, not much else really. I don't want to <laughs> give, give myself too much. But yeah, I'm funny. I write a lot. I do improv. I do stand-up. I think the other comics know me for this is I'm, I'm very geeky with my comedy. I like analyzing stuff and like breaking it down. And I know Iqbal saw me judge in an open mic competition. Yep. I like to, you know, see performance and then sort of break down the layers and try to communicate it uh, to a lot of people. So yeah, I uh, I like I like comedy and um, I'm also I also do comedy. I love being funny and I think you know it's underrated. You know the 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 whole s- the study of being funny. I was telling Muzaki right before we started that the reason my wife and I really enjoyed his judging yeah. was because he was very analytical in his yeah. analysis of freaking jokes. Like who who analyzes jokes? Yeah. I do. Not a lot of people. And yeah. Muzaki does it very well. <laughs> That's which, true. Probably makes him the most appropriate guest for what I think we should discuss today. Is <laughs> it? So I guess like the the lead into this topic is you know we have something going on in the world today that's of enormous consequence to the world. We have a topic that might just be the worst case scenario mm-hmm. of of conservative <laughs> groups, which is <laughs> incestuous relationships. Incest tends to be sort of like every time. Uh, liberal groups try and talk about like let's say same-sex rights or they talk about you know all these other things conservative groups tend to bring up if we start letting men marry men or women marry women what's stopping us from one day letting a brother marry his sister that sort of thing you know Mm. it's a slippery slope nightmare scenario for a lot of conservative people and Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted help dissecting this thought process a little bit or this sort of subject and of course we have such a great person here with us today to help us do that Muzakir yep (laughs) thank you for coming to the show Muzakir (laughs) man I don't know if I'm the right guy to talk about this am I a subject matter expert now because the assumption is I do this or what (laughs) 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 let's bring let's bring this guy He looks like he fucks his sister. Come on, let's talk about it. Damn. No, no, no. What's funny, Iqbal, what's funny, Iqbal, is like he goes on stage and talks about Kelantan a lot. I'm like, he's projecting, dude. <laughs> it's really it's really just two jokes that was really, really good. But That's you all. love mentioning Kelantan. I, it's not really part of my thing. I don't think I love mentioning Kelantan as much mm-hmm. as you think. Tongue-in-cheek, Kelantan yeah. jokes. It's so mm. Muzakir. So on brand. It, it hits. <laughs> The audience, it works with the audience, so, you know, <laughs> I, I, I do, I guess, the laughs. Would it be, like, trade secrets to ask you to tell your Kelantan jokes on, on air for the audience right now, or is that... Oh, there's, like, a few Kelantanese jokes. Okay, let's... Okay, the one I remember right now, people like to make fun of the Kelantanese. They're actually very, you know... They have a lot of culture and history around, the, around themselves, and it's really a lot about, you know, togetherness and their community. 
And there's and there's one thing that you would know if you get to know somebody who's actually Cantonese, you find out that they don't like doggy style. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and there's and there's a reason for that. And that's because you don't turn your back on family. I think just Love on it. that basis of the joke alone, that makes you the perfect subject matter expert to <laughs> to join us for this, right. this episode. I mean, I'll take it. All right, let's get right to it. So the topic we're discussing today is on incest. And I read an article where a mother gave her biological son away for adoption. And then several years later, he contacted his biological mother. Um, I can read you an abstract of the, um, of the article. So the mother's name is West. She put her son up for adoption a week after giving birth to him. So decades later, in 2013, Ford, the name of the, the son, made contact with his biological mother. The pair then formed a highly unusual bond. In an interview, West admitted that she started to have sexual dreams about her son. While Ford scoured the internet for reassurance that he was not alone in having sexual feelings towards his mother. So they met at a hotel after getting acquainted. He then left his wife three days later to pursue a relationship with his mother. So, so to stress on this possibility, a senior lecturer of psychology states that attraction is really the impression of someone you construct which depends on their value to you as a potential partner. Um, in psychology, it's called positive imprinting. It's when heterosexual men and women are likely to find a partner who resembles their parents. I think this was mentioned by Sigmund Freud as well. It's called the psychoanalytic theory. Of course, you can also purposely reject any feelings of sexual attraction that you feel for those with whom you have lived closely, including your parents and siblings. So really, it's an individual choice on whether you allow yourself to love someone. What we're trying to explore here is can this idea extend to the likes of cousins or step-siblings and what have you? Because morality is highly ambiguous and re- relative. I, I just, we just want to understand why is incest so, so morally wrong to us? Because like Iqbal mentioned earlier, prior to the 1970s, like just about everyone would think gay marriage would be morally incorrect. So are we wrong in thinking that incest really could be revealed in the future to mm. be okay? Muzakir, okay. maybe so, you have a thought or two? Well, my question to Azilia is, how long have you wanted to fuck your dad? Okay. Muzakir! <laughs> 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 you went on this like, like reading an article, like justifying and like, well, this story may be in the future. What, what you're trying to convince us or okay, what? Okay, Just- okay. I do see like this trend of looking for similarities in your partners to what you've mm-hmm. been familiar with growing right. up. Right. So that's a soft yes, right? If if we really are gonna 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 tackle this, if we if if we wanna say if it's wrong or right, my thing is I think mm-hmm. I kind of know why incest is icky and gross. If the if the act of sex between two consenting adults who don't know each other, and part of it is like exploring each other physically and the rush and like the the pleasant feelings of of getting to know someone then incest it doesn't have that and incest rather much um it forces you to to be introspective and like oh man i guess one of my siblings you know they have this thing that they do in their intimate situations and i also have that and oh, i'm getting introspective hmm. you have uh lives that have a, a lot of crossover in the venn diagram of your activities in life 
you know so you can you are now intimate oh you are already in an intimate relationship which is you know family and then you're adding another dimension into it and then you can't really get step out of it you know the article I, mean? i read you it's like mom and son haven't seen each other in a while and then finally meeting each other in person and then like mm-hmm. feelings developed and you know you just it's like two strangers who just met like how is that any different with like you growing up with your best friend and then you falling in love with your best friend right but you see your best friend as family as well yeah it depends it depends on what you value you know if some people value outside of uh, if outside of religion they value community and family they really don't want to get they really don't want to uh, uh, do that because mm. then it might ruin like like obviously they value family it's like friendships uh, when you're adults basically it's you you kind of have to kiss and make up right right You know how adult relationships turn out in real life too. You expect everybody to be able to kiss and make up, but that doesn't always happen. If you're if you're in a family and you don't want to do that, there might be something. There might be something that is against your you know your your ideals or your code as a person. I'm not again. I'm not suggesting that it's wrong for people to do this. I'm just offering yeah. an idea of why it might be gross to some people. This also for me, I would not be interested because I know too much. I don't want to know too much about my own family. Um, maybe some people are not in it for the chase. So they're t- they're tired yeah, yeah, of the yeah. chase, and then you know, like, what if that's I mean, a benefit? So I mean, that if you're tired yeah. of the chase, there yeah. are also societies that make the basis of marriage is not the chase, but arranged marriages. You know, where you are, you have family structures who determine what's best for you and what's best for the families involved, and then they arrange it that way. And th- in fact, you know, if you look at statistics. Arranged marriages have a higher rate of success compared to love marriages, which you know s- some countries have statistics saying like divorce rates are by like, divorce rates for love marriages are like fifty percent, versus in arranged marriages. Well, there's of course a bunch of factors that arrange why arranged marriages are more successful, and like these societies may also be societies where divorce is looked on in a negative light. But regardless, if the argument here on behalf of incest is that it makes things easier, there's already another family-centric way, like family structure, to create relationships, which doesn't involve marrying right, within right. Your, that family. What about the royalties? Yeah. They are, oh, they are inbred as fuck. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean. If you, uh, like, every everybody in Brunei are are cousins, kind of. You know, like yeah. everybody knows somebody's cousin, <laughs> and and uh, and everybody's distantly related to royalty. And uh, yeah, for for a time, that was that was the what the, the Tudors. They were all just marrying each exactly. other. Exactly. Some por- portraits of a guy who's like. <laughs> He's just like a mongrel person. Mm. I mean, you know, he's dead. Well, so I yeah. So him. I mean, it's it's apt also that you bring up royalty because you know, with inbred marriages, there have been known to be health consequences within these sort of lineages, and health consequence being yeah. one of the major arguments against incestuous relationships. So I guess the question is more about then like relationships between a brother and sister or whatever other incest configuration where they decide not to have kids. Because we're not no, because they they marry. You know what I mean? They they it's all love and sex. It's like uh oh, the third fourth cousin. Eh, so they, for them it's like ah uh, we're all Brunei. It's fine. And um um, but for me the distinction is a little is is important because sex is like a physical activity yeah. you can do even though you you do, and then it doesn't really have to tie into romantic feelings although it is traditionally uh tied together, and you know. 
Um, but I don't. For me, if I'm like trying to imagine um, an incestual relationship mm-hmm. being being like born of, out of romantic love, it would be like the article you read, which is uh, you meet somebody who mm. to you is completely yeah. brand new. Yeah. So like, I don't know, man. It feels to me like the height of narcissism. Ooh, you know? I like that. Because kind of look like you. It's a cool view. So to be fair, males tend to want kids a lot more because they want to pass on their genes. So aren't they not... I mean, human beings, they're quite narcissistic to begin with. Yeah, and I can hate that. <laughs> okay, so there was a point in time in history where in a lot of countries, interracial relationships were illegal. And then people started seeing that as okay and it became legal. But same-sex relationships were still seen as taboo and then you know coming close to the 21st century things have started to become more open and same-sex relationships are not okay what if we come to a future where people start considering whether incest relationships are okay and whether we should start decriminalizing it or legalizing it or and allowing it wait sorry is it illegal is incest illegal i did not know this uh, the the rule about this i mean yes you you can't like you can't just like show up to Jais and try and minta a try and minta a surat nikah with your sister like there are mahram laws involved in Malaysia and like most countries like in Germany incest is a like it's a criminal offense punishable but by law but is it the act or like you know what I mean is it decriminalization or is it legalization like is it if I'm caught having sex with uh, my brother is it incest like as you said you can't register as a couple I understand that but like, is it Unlawful. Yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, I want to explore both consequences. If we're legalizing or if we're decriminalizing incestuous relationships, should we allow the legalization of incestuous relationships in terms of marriage? In terms I of, think. Okay, I I like, don't know. I've never been way. married, but so I don't know what is the uh, what is the like perks you get if you are legally recognized by the state that you're married, and what kind of things. Uh, uh, civil unions You know People who are living together For a long time But are not legally allowed To be married I don't know what they're missing out on If the state doesn't recognize the marriage But I think The the, the incest thing If yep. If it's agreed That it's between Two consenting ad- adults Nobody has like A power uh, uh, Disadvantage And um, There's no, no grooming happening And uh, They're both consenting adults they, They're not harming anybody um, I think then The thing to, to solve if, if somebody insists on being married Is like To reconsider What, what a family union means Then I know there are certain things You yeah. can't get if you're, like, if, you're, if you're not married uh, Here in Malaysia you cannot, If you're not married It's much 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 harder For you to adopt a child So if you can just Declare yourself a family unit And then that unit Can then get the benefits Of a What is it Legally recognized marriage Then that will solve a lot of the incest problems You just say Hey we're a family unit But we're just Brothers and sisters uh, We don't have to Get married But you know Can we also get Tax breaks Then that, yeah, yeah yeah Then then I feel like Yeah Then I feel like Then, yeah. then I feel like The whole sanctity yeah. Quote unquote Sanctity of marriage argument you Can just be ignored if, if you just reconsider What a family unit Can be allowed to That make. makes sense Because that solves A lot of other problems As yes, well which is, sense. which is the problem Of you know people, yeah. Who, yeah, people who are orphaned Young and then They don't have Parents Or like They're, they're guardians Living with a, You know A group of people Who want to be A family unit But they can't Because they can't Marry yeah. each other so yeah well okay so hmm. actually that's actually the first time i've heard that sort of much um thought process with regard to just exploring you know the, the the problem with incest so again the issue that many conservatives have with liberal conceptions of con- consent as the basis for whether you know relationships should be allowed like in malaysia conservative groups are obviously against same-sex relationships because the basis 
for many people in Malaysia, it's, it's religion, it's Islam or Christianity or whatever. And so most people in Malaysia will probably be against same-sex relationships on that basis. And that same sort of standard is probably what would make them, you know, find incest deplorable. But if you're saying that incest isn't a problem anyway because, you know, brother and sister can have family, mm. yeah. like rights as a family unit, yeah, that does take away a lot of the okay. issue. But it... If I if I if yeah. I was if I was making policy, I would just move, do this move instead of legalizing gay marriage or anything. You know? Oh, you you're you're two you're two friends, quote unquote, right. and live together for a long time, and you want to be family. Go ahead. It's but okay. so, okay, so what in denial? That's the thing, Muzakir. It's it, uh, I think Azilia is right. There is an element of denial here in terms of just like yes, yes, you've solved the problem, <laughs> but not yeah. by addressing it. You've solved the problem by circumventing it, not by addressing it. So it's Hell still... yeah. But you have solved the problem, credit to you. <laughs> I mean, you know, the imaginary problem that we have. Because, yes. um, <laughs> you know, uh, be- because the, the other thing about if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm a policymaker, I can't say I'm for gay marriage, you know, in, here in this country. I can't say it. But if I position it this way, <laughs> then it'll be a lot easier for people to accept and people can just go and become a family unit and, and, and get all the benefits, state benefits that they need. I feel like a lot of the problems, uh, mm. I feel like reframing the problem can really, can, can, is, a lot, is a lot of the work needed to solve the problem. Because, you know, it's so easy to go, I don't like gay people, it's gross. But then if you, <laughs> if, you, if you go, no, wait a minute, what about, you know, these family units? You know, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. ultimately, like, even the problem with LGBT, why are people so against it? Whatever happens inside the bedroom is none of your concern right it's because they can't do it they don't want to do it they can't do it <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of that that's that is a lot of the energy uh, uh behind the the whole super anti-gay thing it's like it's like people who are really really anti uh, uh drinking uh or or drugs or like casual sex before marriage uh-huh. They, because they have been bound by the yeah. by their you know puritanical ideals, they can't step outside of it. They feel like, and so when they see other people having fun doing this and getting away with it, they're like, well, I want to I want to have sex with guys too. Respectfully, I think I would disagree with that. I feel like yeah. so. I think you know. You think? Do you think? Do you think that 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 doesn't exist at all? No, no, no. That, that I mean, no. I I'm sure there are people like that, but I think for the most part, like people, you know, like for example, with the drinking thing. You know, conservative groups call on ban on alcohol, call on bans on all these things. I would suspect that there is a sincere, deeply convicted, held belief that alcohol is the bane of society or like ruins society. Like I think there's a genuine sort of belief in that, and that's of course like the basis right. for that is is religion, which is the same basis for which you know these groups would oppose same-sex marriages mm. or incestuous relationships. If- but but incestuous marriages are kind of kind of more allowed, right? In, <laughs> yes. In, uh, in yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. The whole you can marry your cousin thing in Islam. Also in the book, you know, in the Abrahamic faith, <laughs> the book says, hey, there were first two people and then they fucked each other and then their babies fucked each other. So I don't think they these people are against. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> that's that's also another point I haven't considered before. Okay, so mm. we've sort of worked our way around uh, how incest could be not accepted, but just like dibiarkan by policy of like, we just let family units be family units and then we don't ask questions. So on, on that basis then, 
because you're saying that like what if we allow two friends to to just create a family unit and then that's your sort of way of circumventing the opposition to same sex marriages can would you mm. also let them like do stuff like adopt because like a huge reason for example here in the US people think same sex couples can't shouldn't be able to adopt that like children should grow up in a heterosexual unit that that's normal and that should be the only sort of family unit that should be accepted uh, what do you think about that should these should these family units be allowed to adopt of course i think okay so let, let, let what is again i i don't know what exactly are the legal benefits uh, that 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 you get after you get married i know there's like certain tax allowances and um uh you you get to adopt uh, and also uh your coworkers are, are more chill when you say you have to go pick up the kids when you don't have kids <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's an important perk man like if you're single and you have a job all the married people are like tak apalah you single you stay you stay in the office lah like the fuck man like i don't have shit to do uh yeah i think so because uh, so the same like the, the the tax breaks and the adopting thing it should be based on what a family unit could be able to provide it should be the reason the family unit is more favored uh, uh tax wise is you know ideally a day like maybe a more more income or like a more uh, a more reliable or stable household or maybe it's also um uh, yeah. because they yeah. are attached they they are they are uh, more likely to be bound to the community so they can can contribute more to the immediate community then if you're a, f- a legal family unit you should be able to mm. adopt i think the whole idea of a kid should be raised in a heterosexual family is like is very very outdated super outdated i mean come on man jesus didn't have a mom or a dad in his life really <laughs> yeah, his dad was never in his life let's think about that mm. yeah mm-hmm. if, if, if that's a short answer to the question yeah you should be able to adopt i think having kids is a completely different idea what of of if you have an incestuous pairing and that mm. is your family unit and you want to adopt a kid um i think it should be not from your own family wait what <laughs> cuz that, that doesn't make sense okay let's say okay you if you if you uh, and then your cousin are in a family uh-huh. unit and you adopt you adopt your own grandma um i'm really right? okay. confused <laughs> no <laughs> no because <laughs> If you adopt your grandma, then your grandma will be will be your dependent, and then you get all the extra tax breaks as if she's your child. But can your grandma But, adopt you? Know, you that doesn't work. No, I'm, okay, yeah. I'm, so I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to adopt anyone like over 18 anyway, <laughs> presuming your grandma is over 18, and that like you know, you know, you know, adoption laws in Japan is not like that. You know, oh, oh no, no yeah how, yeah how is how? it like so like in 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 japan just like uh, the the just like how korea has those um in japan they has these zaibatsus the giant 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 mega corporations like yamaha is one that's why they can make drums and also make motorcycles because they own so many yeah. like manufacturing shit so the one of the reasons they they are staying uh there's these are family owned and the reason they can be family owned and still be strong even though typically historically if your if your dad is a big dude with a lot of power your son is going to be a piece of shit and cannot control the company so what they do very often is um they would adopt one of the high performing top level managers in their company and then that person gets the name and then it can continue to be Whoa. a family business yeah yeah adult adoption is, a, is that's super wild yeah yeah you can look it up Uh, so that's the thing that so they don't do that you know just to adopt the grandma but like if you have let's say there's like an insurance policy <laughs> where un- your your dependents are you know are are under your under your 
the insurance jaga your dependents kan and then you adopt your own brother yeah. maybe maybe that's fine i don't know maybe maybe that's all right if you if you're trying to you know keep him covered under insurance and you don't have uh, parents yeah. anymore you your sister you become a family unit and then your brother becomes your son and then he's protected under the family plan of course if we no longer consider mother parent child as the traditional family unit then anything can be a family unit and they should all be covered anyway i guess <laughs> are we still making sense so <laughs> this discussion i feel like has gone way in a way more different like path than i expected it to be but it's even more fascinating it's, so good. it's even more yeah. fascinating because like Yeah. I didn't expect that we would be able to ever come to a way that same-sex or incestuous relationships could ever be legal in Malaysia. But I think you found a cheat code. Hell yeah! Here's another thing, like right with incest, can you don't know? You have no idea if if somebody is is in in an incestuous relationship mm. unless you actually see them because they go to this, they live in the same house. I guess part of part of what makes sense uh, as a reason to not. Normalize incestuous relationships is the same reason uh, why uh, it's hard to detect because it's hard to detect. We don't call it out um, when grooming is happening or abuse is happening. It's so much yeah. harder to to know and and yeah. intervene. Presumably, you are okay with like a relationship between a twenty five year old and a thirty two year old if they met at that time and then they got married at like twenty seven and. 34 yeah because with normal relationships when when there is grooming and there is you know psychological emotional whatever sexual abuse that starts with grooming typically uh, at least with outside outside incest you know you can if you have friends who give a shit they'll know they'll call you out or uh, somebody will notice somebody who cares will will talk about it the adults friends will know um, but if you're in an incestuous relationship and this grooming happening is very much harder to detect you know that whole thing of ah it's yeah. family I say I say this even as I defend you know the unconventional mm. family units that might involve incestuous like how how does the intervention happen when something goes on in there? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be easy, like detectable one, and mm. and like how does that even happen? You extract them. That's and actually them okay. Work. So that's actually a really good argument against incest that doesn't appeal to religious justifications. Okay, so we've gone from we've gone from like examining incest as like in the like within the macham dynamics of a sexual relationship and also a romantic relationship as Ilya brought that up, and then we sort of saw how whether we're we're just intuitively okay with the idea of it in both contexts, and then now we sort of are seeing whether it should be legal. And Muzakir, you totally circumvented it. <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys feel though about incest? I already say I'm kind of grossed out by it. I'm not trying to yuck other people's yum, you know. As you have whatever you're into, I'm okay. But that's, I, that's the first me, time I've heard that phrase ever in my life. But for me, I'm, I'm not. I'm really. I'm not into it. But and I think you? most. I think most people already are. Do already feel that way. They don't like it. You think most people yeah, are not I would, into it. I would venture to say 99.9%. Wow, of really? That's a big number. Are you sure? Because because when you say when you when you say you're not entertaining at all. The idea of incest. You are also saying, "I think none of my family members are fuckable," and that is also kind of an insult to your own family members. What? Well, okay, no, no. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying incest within the context of like immediate family. Oh right. Members. So you think some of your cousins are hot? Uh, I would plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, okay. 
We got it. It's recorded. But yeah, so I would. Wow. I, if I was if I was mm. a betting man, I would bet that ninety nine point nine percent of the world already finds their immediate family, mother, father, sister, brother, uh, unfuckable. Okay. I I personally would would venture to guess that. All right. But no, hold on, hold on. Just hold on. Just to much. I'm defend myself a little bit. Also, uh, <laughs> with the thing the thing with cousin cousin relationships anyway is that cousins are are not illegal in terms and are not like banned within religious context and within mm-hmm. legal context in right. most in most jurisdictions like marriages between cousins are, are perfectly in my acceptable. defense your honor my cousin was hot <laughs> <laughs> but yes that is my defense I will say that so like I, I, like, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be trying to change anyone's mind there of like oh like Kawin cousin is goodly but like right. it's already legal anyways so I, there's no okay, Hi, there's no debate there you, you know what's sad about this entire discussion <laughs> my what? wife what? shares my sister's name is Perfect. that the, is that why? <laughs> you saying my name a lot today. To be fair, I, I've literally not called her by her name in like. I just miss my sister. Yeah. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I'm not completely denying the possibility that people might think this is okay one day. Well, I, 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 it seems like if grooming, especially within a Malaysian context, like I, I don't think. It will ever be grooming that's the reason incestuous relationships will ever be macam be the reason why people are against it because that exists mm. already in many places in Malaysia where and like you said their conception of marriage is one of a caretaker relationship so macam we're already kind of okay with the idea of grooming in a lot of ways so maybe but it's funny to think that in this way incest is probably more okay than same-sex relationships are or that a future where incest is is legal is probably closer than a future where same-sex relationships are legal in Malaysia. Well, they have a different idea of what marriage means. Them and people are like them. People like them who are they don't see marriage as like a partnership between two people. It's more of a I'm the 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 male is taking care of of another person. So they, that's why they they can claim that they're taking care of somebody who's you know. Orphan or in need or whatever, and that's their that's their logic. I'm not saying I agree with it. Okay, but so like you would be okay conferring with this like imaginary fictional couple the rights of marriage, the rights of adoption, of all the things that come with. You would be okay with that if they were if they were fully aware of what they were getting into. I think that's fine else. because because my thing of the awkward morning chats is the whole idea of of, of in family intimacy. Like if you grew up in different families, even if you're biologically twins you have different families and so th- it's still two different families coming together and you don't have to be weird about whatever happens in the morning because you can go back to what if they know, don't know their siblings let's say like they just even like, better ran- <laughs> that is just ran- a regular relationship like on the off chance they bump into each other or something and then like oh, okay I've developed feelings for you and then later find out like oh my god we're actually really the feelings that would happen if they find yeah. out if I suddenly find out that somebody has been I've been in a loving committed supportive uh, uh, relationship with and then suddenly I find out that they're my sibling, I'll be like, "Yo, what the hell? I've been trying to get away from this family just genetically, <laughs> and, and I find again. I, I'll probably there's probably a lot of emotion. I, I guess go that would be plausible in other countries, but I feel like in Malaysia, part of the reason we have our last names as Bin or Binti, yeah. our yeah. parents' name, yeah. is specifically to avoid that. There's a higher insistence on keeping 
foster children or orphans aware of their lineage specifically for that to not happen and that's where we differ from other countries where like you adopt a child you can change the last name of that child and then that child doesn't know where they come from but like in islamic countries or in malaysia we specifically have this just to avoid i'm reminded of the because we, because when you said um the arab countries have this thing where they're the the name this there's a patronomial so like patronym or something yeah yeah, yeah. where you're named after your dad But there's one of the Sahaba, his name is Ali ibn Abi Talib, which means Ali, the yep. son of the father of Talib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. we don't know this dad's name. <laughs> we just know that he's the dad of somebody else. Because in, in, in Arab culture, there's like, okay, or back, back when, there is this taboo of knowing your dad's name because you can curse someone's dad's name. That might not be like a full, you know, protection against marrying your own cousin or what. So so the so the question so the question who's your daddy is oh a real God. question. <laughs> like yo who who is your daddy? Come yeah. on man, I need answers. Muzakir, thank, thank you so, so much, much for joining Muzakir us today. Thank you for being on the show. It was, a, it was a lot of fun having you. Thanks for having me. If you have like a podcast link or a handle you want to shout out to our audience uh, right now, I am at @mzkrx uh muzakir x but without the vowels on twitter and on instagram yeah and mzakirx.com we also have uh, another project right pinball monkeys oh yeah, yeah that's a weekly uh, comedy podcast where we do audio sketches every week and that's on patreon so patreon.com slash pinball monkeys it's free so just go over to patreon and listen to free weekly funnies and thank you so much everyone for listening yes. <laughs> i guess Thank you listeners for tuning in to the He Says, She Says, They Say podcast. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free to drop us a mail. And you can also follow us on Twitter at he, she, they say underscore. Till next time. Bye.